You are now listening to the Soul and Wonder Podcast, Episode 3, Cocina de Campo. Welcome to the Soul and Wonder Podcast, where the conduits of the body, depths of the mind, and atlas of the soul are explored with devotion. Through cultural exchange, Christopher and Sarah and their guests will deliver sacred wisdom from around the globe, uncovering the hidden gems of conscious living and holistic healing, all to empower you on your journey of self-discovery. And now, here are your hosts, Christopher and Sarah. Hola from Minca, Colombia. Sarah here with Christopher. Hey, everybody. For those of you who are not caught up to speed, we are currently backpacking South America, starting from Colombia, making our way down through Ecuador and Peru to gain more knowledge and wisdom for both personal use as well as business. I highly recommend going back to our first and second episodes to be caught up to speed. We have a lot of good information for you about our business, health information, as well as cultural exchange. So I encourage you to go back through that. This episode currently, we're going to give you some information about Minca, Colombia, a lovely little coffee plantation area in the Sierra Nevada. Is that what in I think? the Sierra Nevada of Colombia. Yeah. Um, we will also be interviewing Jorge. He's a lovely man who is hosting us right now at our hostel in Minca. He has a cafe attached to his hostel and it serves holistic healing foods and uh, we'll have more information for you about that later in this episode and also make sure you stick around to the end to receive your health tip of the episode we're going to make sure that each episode that you tune into you will be given one good freebie health tip each time so i suppose we can tell them a little bit about minka let's do it well, so Minka is, as she said, in the Sierra Nevadas, and it is surrounded by lush green mountains that are, um, I mean, there's really no way to describe them, but absolutely stunning, and a lot of jungles around, very mystical, um, as you can probably hear some of the birds chirping outside. Yeah, we have a strange one right now. Yeah, well, you hear him? Be quiet for a second. That little guy. that's what we're waking up to every morning which is actually very pleasant so a lot of of variety of birds here insects animals of all sorts they even have little pumas and jaguars like miniature ones (laughs) but a lot of the um coffee that's produced in um throughout colombia or distributed throughout colombia is produced in minca as well as cacao which is a Superfood. And if you do not know what cacao is, I highly recommend you try some. You can find it at your natural health food store all over the United States. Um, it's actually where chocolate comes from. Yeah, it's where chocolate is derived from. And they a lot of the world's cacao is produced here as well as in Peru, which we will be going to shortly enough. Yeah, in like two months. But yeah. time is flying by, so it is. we'll be there before we know it. No, Minka is a lovely little town. It's quite progressive. There are a few different, um, let's say, like yoga and meditation centers. Um, you can gather around and do, like, monthly moon cycle meditations. And there's this adorable little place we passed today on our way to a waterfall 
where they sell their own completely natural uh, jams and different um, spice mixes and tea leaves. And mm. we had coca tea for the first time today. Which was delicious and extremely uh, good for your health. Very good. Um, really good for a lot of people use the coca leaves, especially up in the high altitudes to help balance out um, any altitude sickness that you might get help with any respiratory problems that you might be having um, amongst many other things. It, yeah, it stimulates carbohydrate metabolism. It can prevent digestive issues as well as help treat um, arthritis and things of that sort. So it's a really a good leaf. Um, but unfortunately, it's only legal for them to have, I think, one to two plants in their household. Um, for personal use because, well, as you could probably figure out, cocaine comes from the coca leaf. So you have to add a million different chemicals to get cocaine, but it ruins the plant for everyone. So whatever. (laughs) I'm a little bitter about that because there's so many wonderful plants on this planet that can help us with so many things like the poppy flower and then here we go making potent, deadly drugs out of it by mixing it in a lab. And it just it's incredibly frustrating to me. Why can't we just have a good time drinking tea? I don't know, you know. Why can't we just leave the plants, you know, to their natural way of healing? I agree. But, so we've had quite a few adventures. We trekked yesterday all the way up the mountain. Um, it was about an hour hike, a very strenuous one at that. We went up to... Felt like six. <laughs> La Candelaria, which is a beautiful little coffee plantation up at the top of the mountain. You can oversee Santa Marta and a bunch of other areas from in the valleys near the sea. And Tuki lives there. Tuki! For the first time in my life, we both held a toucan. It looks like a stuffed animal. (laughs) He does not look real. There are pictures that we will be posting. Um, But he's this adorable little bird that the guy told me they've had since he was a little baby. And he just hangs around. They just let him walk around. I I think his wings are clipped, which is really... Well, I'm sad about that. But I'm not sure. I could be wrong. He might just be extremely loyal to the place. But they feed him bananas every day and all day, and he looks really happy to be there eating bananas. So they've got Tuki and some other animals, dogs and cats and things. Chickens and cows, who knows. They, uh, But they produce some amazing organic coffee, which we, uh, I drank, man, it was a tiny cup. And Just a tiny, tiny sip. I was wired for the rest of the day. Yeah. Uh, very delicious, but uh, very potent. And we also drank some uh, hot, hot chocolate, chocolate. cacao, yeah. pure yeah. cacao, no sugar, just you hot chocolate. Sugar. <laughs> it's a little bitter for those of you who haven't had it before. It is bitter at first, um, but you kind of it's like an acquired taste. You sort of over time just crave it, uh, and you can feel it working within your body, providing you all these antioxidants and wonderful things. But it's interesting these um, like this coffee plant. A lot of the coffee grows at high altitudes. Um, but there's houses spread out all throughout the mountains and you wonder how you can get to these places because, you know, we know of the one road to get up to the coffee farm and that was, that was quite the hike as we said, but there's houses spread out on different mountain sides throughout the valley. It's just, 
It's gorgeous. It really is. It's an incredible place. I'm definitely spiritually attracted to this area, and we've only been here for a few days. I feel like if we're here for much longer, then we could really explore the services they provide, especially with holistic healing. And that is something that we've noticed Colombia is not lacking in. In fact, they are more progressive than the United States. I would I would be bold enough to say that. Um, it seems like every town we've been in so far, there's some sort of connection with some kind of holistic healing. Um, everybody brings their different modalities, but it's really nice to see their connection their connection to spirit and um, themselves in nature. So. I think it's easy when you're in uh, this type of environment in this nature. It's just it's hard not to really. Um, what am I looking for? Buy oh. into that and oh yeah, open up you, and open up. You just everything is alive. You feel more alive breathing the air. It's it's so much cleaner, and people have so much patience here. It's incredible. They're just incredibly laid back, and I don't know. I don't know if I'm ever coming home. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. We'll see, though. So, like I said before, we will be interviewing Jorge whenever we return on this episode, but I believe that you will find a lot of his information very interesting as a... Uh, cultural exchange and stay tuned for our health tip as well don't forget about that one you know we'll talk to you in a bit all right now we're back this time with jorge our second favorite colombian but the only reason he's our second is because we met Leda first but funny enough, she is actually friends with Jorge, and she rec- she uh, recommended this hostel for us to come to to enjoy, and we're very glad that she did because we've really um, had a wonderful time here, enjoying some amazing food. So welcome, Jorge. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to have you here. Thank you, and we're so glad to be here, and we just have really enjoyed this time together. So, if you don't mind, we'd like to ask a few questions just to uh, share with our listeners. But first, before we start, I have to highlight the uh, amazing dinner tonight. Thanks to you. The salada del sol. (laughs) (laughs) The salad of the sun. (laughs) It was absolutely delicious. Well, anyways... Um, so I want to begin and ask, uh, you know, first off, what part of Colombia are you from? Well, I was born in Bogota, okay. capital city. Okay. And uh, after I finished my high school, I went to Kansas for two years and then come back to Colombia. How was your experience living in the United States? Oh, great. Did you like it? Yeah. So, for those that don't know, um, Bogota is in the south-central part of Colombia, um, which we'll be heading down there at some point. It, isn't it very big? It's a very large... Oh, yeah. It's a very... It's almost 10 million. 10 million. Yeah. So. That's quite the difference now, because now we're in Minca, which is a much smaller coffee plantation area. And how big is Minca? Maybe... Population is uh, about 800 people. 800. So you went from 10 million to 800. <laughs> That's great. 
But he has a wonderful little hostel here and, and a cafe attached to it, a little restaurant. Yeah, as we mentioned before, the food is tremendous. The hostel is very um, comfortable. It's And again, we'll show you pictures and update that uh, throughout our trip. But um, it's a home. Uh, you said 40 years it's been here? Uh, in Minka. In Minka. This house, no, this house No, this house is only nine months. Nine months, but the how how old is the house? Is oh, it? it's about forty years. Forty years old. And yeah, you, you can tell it's very. Um, how do you describe it's it? Colonial style. Very colonial. Yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. So, why did you decide to open this hostel and the cafes as well? Well, I used to live in Santa Marta for already almost eight years, and I used to come to uh, to Minca to have a walk or especially on weekends. And then my brain become like living in Minka sometime. And uh, yeah, my dream came true. Yeah, your dream became a reality. Yeah. That's, That's beautiful. So, cool. so, but why did you decide that the hostel, the hostel or hotel business was right for you? Well, many years ago, I used to have close to Bogota in a little town. I used to have one nostalgic. Okay. I did it for a year, so I had the experience, and I say I could make it here too. That's, That's great. so cool. And your cafe, your little um, cafe. What what inspired that? It's uh, well. Can you repeat? Yeah. What um, what inspired your cafe? What did oh, you decide? Why what you... Uh, my my. And one of the weekends I came to Minka, I met this friend from California, and we were talking about Minka, and I say I want to live here somehow, and she said the same thing. She her dream was like a set up a bistro or something like that. So she had to go back to California. When she was there, I found this house. So I call her, yeah, I have this house. You want to join me to set up the bistro, the cafe? So she came over and uh, we set up everything together. <laughs> That's beautiful. My dream of my dream. That's so cool. And she helped inspire the nutrition aspect, oh, right? Yeah. She knows she's very good on that. But then she had to go back to her country to study. But uh, she did her job very good. Yeah, we can see that. We actually, uh, you know, we're sitting in the living room right now of the house, uh, which is basically it's open uh, floor plan, so it's attached to the kitchen. And all the spices and the herbs that, you know, generally you wouldn't find in Colombia are in this house, um, thanks to her. I, I know yeah. a lot of the, you know, the matcha tea, which, by the way, matcha tea, if you don't have it, go get it. It's incredible. Um, I saw kava kava root, a, a bunch of different things up there. So um, I think that's really important, especially since you kind of have this holistic approach uh, to your cafe. Um, it's really feeding um, people that are interested in this type of lifestyle and the you know healthy lifestyle. You know your vegetarian options are phenomenal. I mean, what did we have yesterday that beet soup soup oh yeah with um brown rice and Ugh. red beans and a, a side salad. salad um every morning we have 
their homemade granola with uh, papaya and banana. Which, which I will say is the best granola in this country that hands so far. Down, <laughs> best granola. And um, we have our daily smoothies, green smoothies as well, which is hard to come by in other places. With the superfoods. Oh, yeah. Superfoods. Oh, yeah. So she definitely helped you. Oh, yeah, she did all the job. She did pretty good. And why, what made you decide to continue with the healthy options, even though she has returned back to the States? Oh, because uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I always try to eat healthy, too, and improve people to eat like that, too. But mostly because of the tourists, they want to find out a place to eat healthy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's like a... It's part of the hostel to, to, to offer food, yeah, healthy food. You're and doing a great job at it. <laughs> I think that makes this place unique from other hostels because, um, you know, to a hostel becomes your temporary home when you're a traveler. Mm-hmm. And for us, when we are so health conscious, when we go places, we have to make sure that if they're menu is not healthy, we need to have access to a kitchen so that we can prepare our meals that are healthy. So coming to a hostel and not having to cook is really nice to be able to enjoy breakfast and lunch and know for sure that it's healthy, it's vegan, and we don't have to do any of the work. It's lovely, but having the kitchen to be able to prepare our own food and to share like we did tonight. It was great. It was wonderful. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be in our menu. Yeah. <laughs> I would be very um, honored if you accepted the ensalada del sol on oh, your menu. It it's going to be there too. <laughs> That's great to hear. Um, so what do you do to maintain your own health and why is it important to you? Well, um, I always... Um, Wake up very early, uh, take a walk for at least two hours. How, how, what time do you wake up? Uh, wake up around 4.35 Ooh. every day, so I go to bed very early too. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, we won't keep you too long. Right now we're, uh, what's the time? It's about 7 o'clock here. So. <laughs> and then wake up and then go down. And have a, a nice smoothie, a green one especially. Then take a walk, swim, come back, and open this show. His walk isn't just any walk, though. He... We're not walking in a <laughs> suburban neighborhood in the United States. <laughs> yeah, he takes a walk to a beautiful place called Poso Azul. It's a wonderful river and waterfall area, and it's very uphill, downhill, uphill, downhill. It's quite the walk. Right in the middle of the jungle. <laughs> yeah. So many birds. And yeah, it's beautiful. And you try to eat a healthy diet as well. Oh, yes. Yeah, I feel so good, so much good but before. That's great. And you don't eat meat, do you? No red meat. No. Just fish? Yes, fish. Okay. Once in a while, chicken, but I try not to. Okay. But lots of fruits, lots of vegetables, that's good. You know, and there's this movement um, that we've mentioned before, I believe we mentioned on our last podcast in Colombia, 
especially in this region that we've seen. I mean, it's the only region we've been so far, but there's this movement for, um, I mean, maybe it's the tourist influx, but there's a movement to become healthier. And there's these holistic shops opening up with plant medicine. Um, again, the cafes with the vegan food. Um, we've seen energy healing. We've seen mm-hmm. the Reiki. We've seen all different types of energy work. So, um, how do you see this movement in Colombia progressing as far as holistic health, the body, mind, and soul? Yeah, especially in this place because of the nature. Uh-huh. Every person that comes over here that loves nature, they do care about the health too, and they have a good life. So I think this place is going to be known for that. So for have to healthy places and um, the air is, I mean, it's the right place to set up a place to to improve. Yes. Healthy life. It sure is. Um, I know we fall in love with this place um, every day that we've been here and it's only been a couple of days and we already are talking about how can we possibly maybe open a, a center here, a place in the mountains where we can have retreats and workshops and, and everything? So um, it's really good to see that, and it's good to see that movement and progression in, I think, the, the best way. So I don't know if we um, answered this question back there, um, but I'm really curious to hear your answer. Um, you know, we, we talked about what you do to stay healthy, but why do you do it? Why is it important to you to maintain your health? Well, well, it's not just this month or this year. It's been for many years I tried. Like, uh, when I was very young, I was I tried to be vegetarian. Even I wasn't around vegetarian people or my family. So I have always tried to keep my Try to live healthy, but uh, me at this place helped me to to do my ring easier. Yeah, it gives you that extra boost to be able to yeah. live the life that you want to. Yeah, absolutely. It's like a time for me. <laughs> yeah, and that's important. I think that's something that um, we certainly stress to a lot of people is time, making time for yourselves okay. and the things that you want because. Life is so short that it passes you by in an instant, and you forget about yourself. You're too busy taking care of other people, which I don't think that we should neglect that. But I think that, and you know, those are responsibilities that we have to take care of others. But also, we need to love ourselves. And if we do that, then uh, generally we're extremely happy, and we reap the benefits from it. So, I also right now I think that I could do this. Long time ago. Yeah. You need a place or be close to someone like that. You can do it yourself. Anywhere, anytime. No excuses. Yeah. No excuses. No excuses. <laughs> I like that. That's yeah. kind of like what Leda was saying in our last episode. That um, it's all about your perspective. You yeah. know, things change when you see the good in them, and you have to take that responsibility to become what you want to be. You can't wait to be in Minka. You can't wait to be 
yeah, in Palomino on the sea. You have to do it wherever you are, whether it's in the noisy streets of New York City or in the slums of somewhere in Africa. Like yeah. it's your your power yeah, to make not, it. Yeah, you cannot wait until you are forty, fifty, or sixty. No, no way. Yeah, because when you're forty, fifty, sixty years old, you might be you might get sick. Yeah. And it's more serious at that time. So if you take your precautionary measures now... And that's what this is. And we always um, talk about this as the preventative medicine. And we're not just talking about a drug, a medicine. We're talking about preventative medicine in the aspect of body, mind, and soul health. Of taking all those aspects, putting them together, and that will then enrich your life. And hopefully... Um, you know, ward away disease and anything that may come. You know, we always talk about how, um, oh, well, because my grandmother, grandfather, mother, father um, have a disease that we're more susceptible to. Well, we can decide to suppress those genes by eating healthier, by exercising, mm-hmm. by meditating, you know, and combining all these aspects together, we can suppress those genes so they never occur and we don't have to get sick, mm-hmm. you know. Because we eat this way, because we do what we do, doesn't mean that we will never get sick, um, but it, it really uh, diminishes our chances of becoming ill when we're older. And if so. you get sick, you heal faster when oh you're gosh. already healthy. You know, when your immune system has the opportunity to fight viruses and kill them right off the bat versus prolonging them and taking, you know, a week to get better. You know, I've noticed since we've had, you know, made our transition. We haven't gotten sick yet. We haven't gotten sick yet. It's almost in one year. It will be one year in December since we've decided to be since we decided to start eating healthier. We were already exercising but we weren't eating right and it's been almost one year and we have neither of us have gotten a single cold nothing i've had a couple problems with allergies during spring season but that's that's even going away my allergies are going away things are just disappearing so that shows you power nutrition right there Mm -hmm. another thing is that um you deal with life Without the stress, mm-hmm. you feel more comfortable with yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. with, uh, with dealing with people is easier mm-hmm. because you eat healthy. You feel with no stress. Mm-hmm. That's how I, that's my experience in this month. That is like a um, like a living my dream life. You're just <laughs> floating on through, <laughs> no yeah. problems. If I probably come over, it's, I guess, take it easy too. Yeah. Because there's no point in getting so worked up over yeah. one thing that can be fixed. Yeah. That's awesome. It's pretty cool. Well, with that being said, um, I think I'd like to end on this note that if there's one thing you could teach foreigners from all countries about your country, about Colombia, what would that be? Well, we have a kind of a bad history in yeah. Colombia, especially with the guerrilla and the drug dealers. And uh, 
I had to leave the country for nine years because of that. It was so dangerous. For how many years? Nine. Wow. And where were you living during those years? In Florida. Okay. I went with my son. I'm a single father with a beautiful boy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when I came back, the big surprise for me, because when I left, I had the impression that Colombia is bad, people is bad. And when I came back, everything was the opposite. The opposite. Yeah, the opposite. Yeah. And I saw the people so nice. And then I said, what happened? Where, where, <laughs> they, where did they go? Where they are? And I see that it's the same people, but the situation made the, the, the conflict. Mm-hmm. But we are good people. I mean, I think everywhere, it depends what they have to live and what do they have to deal with. And I'm, I'm, as a Colombian, when I came back, it was a big surprise. Now I love my country, I say, wow, how can the same people deal with so many bad things and now how can they be so nice? So those are the real people that we have here and we welcome anybody and we're so happy to have you here like you and uh, everybody's welcome. That's awesome. And I think that's one thing that we can't stress enough since being here, you know, calling back home and telling my mom, telling my dad and everybody saying, you know, I, I'm just overwhelmed with happiness of how much people have welcomed us into their lives. And, you know, it's, it's nice when you're traveling and you don't really know the place and you've never been there before. It's nice that somebody will open your door and welcome you into their home and there's no problems. And uh, I just think it's a beautiful thing. And we appreciate the hospitality. Yes. We appreciate that they all come, like you, to visit our country. And uh, they don't treat treat us and they don't talk like years ago as a Colombian. So everything changed. That's good. That's amazing. I see good things coming. There's good things here already. There are more good things are coming to Colombia, I think so. Yeah. In many ways. And the bad here that Colombia has is because of the very small groups, very few people that were the bad ones. As sure. it as it usually is. Yeah. Usually is the small. Yeah. That ruined it for everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> and I can see the the campesinos around here, they have dealt with so many bad things and they still so good. I don't want revenge or they don't talk about anybody bad. They nice people. Wow. Yeah. That's that's pretty incredible. That's admirable. It's, it really it's is. Admirable. Well, we might give you an excuse one day to come to Colombia if we decide to you know, lay down some roots here. Who knows where what our future holds, but uh Nobody knows. Nobody knows. We'll see. But this place is calling us. Regardless of us or not, you should come to Colombia. We highly recommend it. Visit Cocina de Campo. Mm -hmm. In Minca. In Minca. And, uh, you know, Jorge will... uh, Treat you to some wonderful meals. Oh, yeah. And hospitality. And hospitality. This is already your home. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Jorge, for that lovely Thank you so much. And now, it is time for your 
We need a jingle for that. We do need a jingle for that. <laughs> Your health tip of the episode, Christopher. So, uh, last the last health tip we mentioned in the last episode was cilantro. But you don't get a recap of that because you have to listen to the last episode in order to earn your health tip. <laughs> <laughs> All you got to do is listen. It's not that hard. Um, so today will be celery. Um, and I think a lot of people undermine the power of celery. And, you know, through a lot of my studies, we've uh, learned that celery can be quite beneficial, especially juiced. Um, 16 ounces of celery every single day. In a juicer, if you have one, great. If not, you can go get one. Um, there's juicers as little as $99 all the way up to four or $500. Um, but we recommend you get one. They're very important um, to maintain your health, especially if you don't feel like cooking. You can throw together a juice. But anyways, in regards to celery, celery has a lot of mineral salts that are very um, important to the body, especially the liver. Um, people that are dealing with a lot of the issues we're dealing with and we're, we have toxic livers and in order to detoxify that liver, there's many methods, but celery is one of them and drinking 16 ounces a day will significantly reduce your tox, you know, toxic overload, um, and fight the pathogens, the viruses, the bacteria that is floating around your body. And I promise you. There is. <laughs> it will also help um, stimulate and regulate your hydrochloric acid in your stomach. Yes. So a lot of things that the Western world is struggling with is heartburn, and that's because your HCL levels are completely screwed up. You don't have the proper levels. So what you need to do is get those mineral salts from the celery and those juices to help stimulate and maintain it so that you can properly digest before it goes to the liver. So... For those of you with those issues, like what Chris said, take a celery juice every single morning. And if, you know, you don't, the, the taste of celery can be maybe a little difficult, a little too salty for some people. If you want to throw in two other things I would recommend to throw into that juice if you don't like the taste or you don't prefer it, is an apple and cucumber. Um, both very also very beneficial for the liver and the body overall. But um, that is the health tip, and we highly recommend you, you take our advice. And again, things won't happen overnight. They will take some time to until you start seeing some differences within the body. So give it some time. Give it a, a couple months, two, three months, um, and I promise you you'll notice the difference. And any questions, you know, uh, concerns, feel free to contact us, transform at soulandwonder.com. You can contact us on Facebook at Soul and Wonder Inc. or by our website at soulandwonder.com. And for the next episode, we'll catch you guys in Sun Hill, yep, up in the Andes in Colombia. Adios. Ciao. Bye.